Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio. We are your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. I want to thank all of you. Why? Because yesterday was one of our most listened to radio shows. And I want to thank all of you for making that true. It tells me that you liked the topic of what we're focused on, which is your 12-month lead generation plan. So we're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, today. But before we uh, get to that, I want to remind all of you that anytime you guys need a free coaching call and any help in any way, we are here for you, whether you're a coaching client or not. And all you've got to do is go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And remember, when you request a free coaching call, we give you copies of our uh, books, Real Estate Treasure Map and Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. You get those books for free just for requesting a free coaching call. So, Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. And this is going to be a great continuation of what we started. So I hope these guys are ready to take good notes and get into action. Oh, that's right. We did tell them that yesterday, that we were not going to share with them our notes from the show. Well, we'll share our notes from the, sh- uh, from the show with our coaching students. But for the li- regular listeners, that you guys have to take notes. So make sure you're taking notes because what we're going to do is we're going to deep dive into your specific 12-month Center of Influence and Past Client Plan. Now, if you did not listen to yesterday's radio show, it's really important you go back and listen so you can understand uh, why our mindset and, frankly, our approach to Centers of Influence and Past Clients is very unique. Um, some of you are essentially wasting a lot of time and, unfortunately, money chasing your Centers of Influence and Past Clients. Um, and, you know, you need to look at this opportunity, and I'm going to use a Harris vernacular, of building a spoke to be something that's going to be evergreen, not just something that's going to burn itself out in 6 to 12 months. So the newsletters, the emails, the drip campaigns, the pumpkins in October, the forget-me-not seeds in April, all those things, those Chosky ideas were cute and effective maybe 10, 20 years ago, but they're really not now. So don't frustrate yourself any longer with trying to make those things work after basically your own experience tells you that they're not working at all or not working as well as they did in the past. So, Julie, before we get to the next point, any in, interesting coaching stories from either of yeah. our coaches or any of your private clients you'd like to share? Well, actually, I just had a great call with one of our coaching clients who is in eastern Washington State, and he was telling me about what he's done about last week's show where we talked about, so you didn't get the listing, why not? And he had adopted several things, and he's, a, I got to say, a really great listing agent already. But now he's adopted several things like calling to confirm the appointment, making sure they got the pre-listing package, and they opened it. Let's see. He also took seriously that he was competing. Remember we talked about finding out who your competition is and doing your research. Well, as it turns out, his two competing agents had, one of them had only sold one house this year, and the other one had uh, 12 listings, and most of them were expiring. So, you know... I think that that was well done on his part, and he believes he's going to get the listing, waiting for a tenant to get out. So nice job to Alex in Washington State for not just listening to the radio show, but for integrating what we were talking about 
when you have to compete and making sure he closed those gaps when he doesn't take something, what's he doing about it? And I believe that his listing ratio is going to absolutely go through the roof as a result. So shout out to so Alex. Specific- Specifically, what Julie's referring to, if you want to go back and listen to our past radio shows, and literally, guys, there's hundreds of them, um, go to realestatecoachingradio.com, realestatecoachingradio.com, and we publish all of our radio shows on Inman. Um, so either place, but Real Estate Coaching Radio, everything's indexed and it's easy to find, and the shows that Julie was just referring to uh, were called I didn't, You Didn't Take the Listing. Uh, in essence, that was what I don't remember the exact title, but it was like, ouch, I did. Mr. Producer, uh, chat me with the actual name of the shows we did last week that so many people were giving us great feedback on so I can make sure these guys have the right name. And I'll tell you guys that uh, in a second. Something along the lines of, ouch, you didn't take the listing. Uh, here's why the seller chose the other agent, mm-hmm. something like that. But I'll get you the exact title in a second. So, Jules, let's just pick up right where we left off yesterday. Um, and let's get to the specifics of the plan. So where are you on your sure. notes today, my dear? Okay, perfectly. Uh, perfect. Yesterday we talked about how to set up your database because everything we ask you to do assumes now that you have a database, that it is organized, that you're using just one database, that you don't have, you know, maybe today you use three by five cards and tomorrow you write it on your hand and the next day you're in top producer, that you have settled on what you're going to use. Of course, we recommended Mojo Cells for that. So yesterday we talked about setting up your database. Now we're going to talk about how to set up your actual communication plan. So what do you do with that database? Point number one, use Mojo Cells to call. Yes, we're talking about actually voice-to-voice communication to call your database regularly. And Tim, you talked about how to make that more efficient by using the auto dialer to simply find out who is home. Maybe you've got 100 people in that database, and Mojo is going to actually find out who's home right now so you can have a real conversation. That removes a lot of the frustration of your outreach to your list. So take the total number of people in your database and divide them by 20. Why are we using 20? Because there are 20 work days in every month if we take out the weekends. So that will tell you how many you should call per day in order to get to contact every single person on your list once a month. Now, that's obviously easier with a smaller database. If that number for your daily contacts is too big, divide it by 40. That would be talking to everyone every 60 days. Or divide it by 60. Remember, we're using a 20-workday month. So that's talking to everybody once a quarter. So you're going to figure out how many is reasonable for you based on your schedule, your other requirements, I, I think to go less than five is not enough, but if you but divide ideally, it out and you've got to talk to 50 people a day, that's not realistic either. So go ahead. Ideally, your, your goal is – so, uh, Julie, we need to talk about – and I know it's not one of your points, but we need to mm-hmm. give these guys a little bit of coaching on how they can actually build their center of influence and past client lists, unless you have that on your notes. I didn't see it. I do um, indeed. Okay, you do. Okay, so we'll just wait mm-hmm. and, and hold that out for them. Is that tomorrow's show, by the way? Possibly. We might get to it today, but we'll make sure we include it. Okay, cool. So um, ideally, you contact all of them once per month over the phone. Which ideally, I realize yeah. for, ideally, you don't want to contact them any – I mean, contacting them less frequently over the phone means you're going to miss opportunities. Um, again, I know the fear. I get it. Why am I contacting these people all the time? They're going to, I'm going to be annoying them. They're going to be you know, thinking I'm some sort of used car salesman. I get all the ego-based fears. We're going to get to the specifics, and this is where you guys got to be taking notes of what you're going to say to them so they're actually going to warmly anticipate your calls to them. That, I, that is the goal. You want to make it so that you're excited to call them, 
and they're excited to hear from you. So it all is about what you say and how you say it. So and like Julie and I said, we're, it, you know, they're essentially uh, opportunities to extend a, a kindness to these folks. So the gist of the calls that you're going to be making are you're going to be offering something of value. So, again, get ready to take notes. Julie, I didn't mean to get you off, your, off track. That's okay. So, yeah, ideally you're going to get through them monthly. And here's the thing. The more frequently you call, the easier the calls get, the more fun you're going to have, and the less stressful it's going to be. So it does get easier over time. So Mojo Sales is for calling. Remember, we're talking about your communication plan. Point number two, use happygrasshopper.com to regularly email. So we're not just doing one thing. We're doing a combination of things. So happygrasshopper.com, they're a great inexpensive way to systematize and automate, and dare I say it, set it and forget it. When you upload your database emails, you can set that. I think it's uh, their most frequent is to email every three weeks. You can set it and it will go out on its own. These are professionally copywritten, really great little vi uh, videos and emails and quotes and things that go to your database. Now, once your database gets that from you, not unusual for you to get a lot of responses back, hey, that was a great video. Thanks for sharing it with me. Your job is to then call, connect the dots, and enhance that relationship. So Happy Grasshopper is a good systematic way to enhance your outreach. So that's the email part of it. The number three, consider using bombbomb.com. Oh, Go ahead. Okay, you said enhance. What do you yeah. mean by enhanced? Your point well, I'm now, assuming they're going to actually call, so we're going right. to enhance by emailing, so we're not just dependent on calling, because maybe you've got somebody that you know they haven't moved, but their phone number is not working, but their email address does, so we're supplementing. Okay, so but it, the important thing is, because you know what they're hearing, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> You're, they're well, hearing, I can get away with oh, just emailing. I know, I exactly. hear Exactly. No, mm -hmm. we're not, exactly. So we're, we yeah. want to really drive down the point here, guys. The top producing agents in the country, the successful agents, the ones that you guys emulate, the ones that you want to be, or if you're one of those agents, the, the agent you want to continue to be, um, picking up the phone, that is the new secret sauce. You remember how all the social networking stuff was like the cool thing like seven, ten years ago? Well, guess what? Picking up the phone is the cool thing now. So these things that Julie is sharing with you, these ideas, are to enhance your communication, your centers of influence, and past clients, the phone calls you're going to be making. Again, we're getting to the scripts and the conversation starter ideas in a second. But drill down and be accepting of the fact that these are to enhance as she said, not to replace. Mm -hmm. Not to replace. phone contact. Yeah. Not to replace. All right, so this next one, Julie, is use bombbomb.com for specific videos uh, to your list. Bombbomb, B-O-M-B, B-O-M-B.com. Now, this is something that I uh, became fairly popular a couple years ago, and it is uh, very effective. So describe how some of your top producing agents are using it. Yeah, we're really having a lot of fun with this. You can custom make these little two-minute or less videos. So they need to be topical, and I'll give you an example. One of our coaching clients has done a series where, uh, for example, in their market there's low inventory. So one of the topics is how to buy and sell without making yourself homeless or owning two homes. Of course, that leads into the importance of using a professional agent such as you. So that's one topic. You can also use it for lead follow-up. You can use it, yes, for prospecting especially if you have a connection there. Mainly it's better for lead follow-up. Uh, let's see, 
Price reductions have been gotten with BombBomb, but certainly you can use it for past client center of influence communication. Hey, I was just thinking about you, especially, and we'll talk about the Ford script in a second, mention something about their family, their kids, their pets, etc. And just wanted to outreach to you and let you know I was thinking about you. Gosh, if you have any questions about what's happening in today's local real estate market, I hope you're thinking about me so that I can answer anything that comes to mind and help you and your friends with all of your real estate needs. By the way, I love referrals, so who do you know could use my help? That kind of thing. Well, it's short, to the point. You can, I always recommend you give them something of value, talk about uh, interest rates or changes in your marketplace, and then, of course, mention that you love referrals. Back to you, Tim. So you, you can do a more genericized message like that, right? Yes. But you have mm -hmm. a coaching client call at McDonald that does a more specific one, and she's actually using BombBomb for other things with her existing sellers, right? She's using it on transactions even to help get through. We, we call it secretly coaching the other agent to get their client to do what you want. <laughs> so, for example, when you have a tough negotiation and you don't feel like that agent is really getting it or maybe they've got kind of a blockhead client, you send an, a video email that explains exactly what's happening so that that agent can then forward that video to their client and hear it right from your mouth. So, for example, I'll give you a, a Colette example. She had a tough deal. She had a listing that just kept on having to be price reduced. After two or three price reductions, she had come down by, I think, close to 100000 so pretty significant. And then they finally, of course, once they get a price right, of course they get an offer, but it was kind of a lowball offer. So the seller didn't even want to counter it. They just said, we've already come down 100 Tell them we're not countering it. So she then, instead of letting the deal die, made a recording that the other agent could use to send to the buyer saying, hey, we're really interested in working with you, but in the seller's minds over the past 90 days, gosh, we've really come down. Please come back with your highest and best. Let's see if we can work together. And they actually got the deal done. So she's using it for a better level of communication transactionally as well as a lot of lead follow-up. So BombBomb allows you to do a lot of interesting things. I'll tell you what, what has made a difference for her, I think, is that she can edit it to be exactly the message she wants to get across and not have to worry about the feedback from the other agent or the client or somebody that's being difficult. You can really deliver the message you want. So look at BombBomb.com again, B-O-M-B. BOMB.com, lots of different applications, and it's not very expensive to use. So, well, yeah. I mean, so, just yeah. I mean, you and I are throwing around these ideas for bomb bomb, but the fact is, is that we're trying to get all of your creative juices flowing, so you guys can come up with your own ideas. But I'm thinking, like, depending on what time of year it is, there's things that are always happening in your community. Say, for example, I don't know, a Christmas tree lighting. Let's say, so you standing in front of your Christmas tree or the town center's Christmas tree, if there is such That's a thing. perfect. Uh, mm -hmm. And you're doing a little video of it, and you're saying, listen, I was just thinking about you guys, you know, da-da-da-da-da, and then send that video off. Those types of little personal touches enhance the, the actual direct verbal communication, and it takes no time. We're talking about something no. that's going to take you maybe awesome. 15 seconds, and it's so powerful. But going, you know, Happy Grasshopper was the other, I think, fantastic enhancement. Um, again, these are enhancements, guys. Make sure you're not being lulled into complacency and believing right. that you can get away with not picking up the phone. Well, the other cool thing about both of those is that there are some analytics, and you can see who's opening and when and how many times they've watched and stuff like that. The BombBomb stuff, people are more likely to open a video than they are anything else, so you can track it that way. 
definitely for center of influence stuff, you can use it to uh, invite your past client center of influence list to your upcoming open houses, lots and lots of applications. So those of you who have coaches, ask your coach about how to use it. There's lots of different ideas to apply. So point number four, Tim, I want you to talk about this because this comes up pretty frequently. Uh, on our communication plan to use Facebook and other social media, again, as a supplement, not as a standalone spoke. So it's not that we're saying don't use Facebook because this or that. We're saying use it as a supplement to the other things you're doing, not as a spoke. Can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So um, social networking is a great way to supplement, to enhance your over-the-phone prospecting. Um, assuming, but the problem with Facebook, as a lot of you guys know, is that the number of people that actually see whatever you post on Facebook, no matter how, I mean, we have, in our personal list, we have 5,000 people. And our other web Facebook pages, business pages, I don't even know how many, thousands and thousands. But if you actually look at the analytics of how many people see when I post a picture of our daughter on our personal page, when you see how many people actually see it, it's like 200, 250. Not because there weren't more people hypothetically interested in it, but because Facebook chose not to show it on their individual pages. You guys that have been in social networking know that when Facebook changed that algorithm, it kind of, you know, basically screwed the easy, cheap way to market on Facebook, and now you have to pay for ads. But here's the thought. The Facebook and all the other social networking anymore has just become an enhancement for the other stuff. So if you're doing a bomb bomb video, for example, and it's more of a generic one opposed to a personal one, why not just post that on Facebook? If you're doing a, um, you know, a community event, uh, depending on what time of year it is, there's community events that happen all 12 months of the year, you want to you know, advertise and market that. If there's anything irrelevant that's happening in the community, and obviously agents know to use uh, social networks to talk about home sales, the problem with a lot of what you guys are doing is too much broadcasting on social networks, so people aren't using it. Broadcasting is, here's my message, read it. You know, whereas you, what you want to do is you want to cater the message more specifically to your audience. Like, um, I'll tell you something that's interesting, is that there are a lot of um, interest rates. Interest rates don't seem to be going up and don't seem like they're going to be going up as many people have uh, expected. The Fed seems to be holding tight to interest rate policy. So what that means is that probably for the foreseeable future, and I'm talking about at least a year or two, the markets are going to remain boiling hot. The expectation was of buyers, certainly, that the, markets, uh, that the interest rates were going to go up and so that there was a big rush to buy. So there's a lot of buyers out there that still are carrying around that burden of thinking they have to buy quick because they didn't realize that the interest rate policy is going to stay low for a long time. So in that case, you want to be uh, motivating your sellers to put their houses for sale. That might make for an interesting story on Facebook. Just You know, what I do is I go to googlenews.com, or rather, I'm sorry, go to Google News, and then you can find out whatever the top stories are, and you can talk about that. Anything housing-related, obviously, is a home run, but human interest-related is also a home run. That's what social networking has become. So don't think that for any reason it's going to somehow uh, be the magic bullet that all of you guys thought it was maybe 10 years ago. Now, with that said, we talked about using Mojo Cells to do your prospecting uh, and to load all your centers of influence and past client lists and actually use Mojo to do the auto-dialing and keeping all your track of all your notes. There's another really neat system out there. It's called Contactually.com. I mentioned this yesterday. What Contactually does is it actually, again, it's, a, it's a, essentially a CRM, but it's t attached to all the social networks. So you load your 
personal center of influence and past client list. Let's say in some cases you have emails, some cases you have first names. Maybe I know most of you don't have complete information. That's fine. Load it into contactually, and what they'll do is they'll go out into the social networks, and they'll find if those people on your list have social networking accounts at Facebook, at Twitter, at LinkedIn, at whatever, whatever. So when you're going through your list of people to call, you'll actually be able to – and what Contactually does is it automatically updates that customer's uh, database or that customer's information with whatever their latest social networking updates were. So if you see that somebody just got a job transfer, well, you know, there you go. Hey, congratulations on your job transfer. So how soon would you like to have your house for sale? You know, those are the, those are the ideas. So the nice thing that really what you can use social networking for is when you are calling, back to our original premise, it does give you some more talking points when making connections with those folks. It's a more of a personalized approach. Hey, Julie, I just saw that, um, I just saw on Facebook you updated the fact that, you know, Zoe's learned to ride a bike. Congratulations. That's fantastic. You know, those types of things, guys. So be creative with all of this. So, Julie, what's your next point? Well, so let me just translate that for them. When we're talking about supplement, you just gave a perfect example of that. You're using contactually to give them more to talk about on their calls. We're not just using contactually to find out about people and say, hey, that was nice, you know, Zoe learned how to ride a bike. You're actually using that in your calls, in your communication. Maybe even you do a specific bomb-bomb video to congratulate me, right? So you're kind of connecting all these dots. That's why this is the communication plan part of our presentation here, is that this is a plan that conjoins all these things together. So the next thing in our plan, we're not just doing one thing, we're doing all of these things, is point number five, decide which events you'd like to commit to and perfect those events. That can be monthly, quarterly, et cetera, depending on what's happening in your marketplace and what you want to create versus what you want to participate in. And on a future show, we're going to go through some very specific month-by-month suggestions tomorrow. for you. Probably tomorrow, tomorrow yes, so yep. that you can actually get this in your calendar. Again, our point here is to not just have you in the planning mode all the time, but to get you into the execution and implementation mode. So pre-commit to those events that you're going to do for the next 12 months. That way all you have to do is do the events instead of always be looking for what you're going to do next. So next part of our communication plan is to learn the FORD or the Ford Memory Jogger. We call it a script, but it's really a memory jogger, which stands for Ford is a memory jogger that stands for Family, Occupation, Recreation, Dreams. If you can memorize that, and that's some good homework from today's show, Go around the rest of the day going, family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Family, occupation, recreation, dreams. Well, what is that? This is what frames your conversations and makes it easier for you to ask for business in a natural conversational manner. Why does this work so well? Because there's this law of reciprocity that happens in conversation. When I say, hey, Tim, how are you? What do you say? I'm great, and you? See how you turned it around? Okay, so when I say, how's your job over at XYZ Corporation going? You then turn it around and say, it's going great. I'm glad that you remembered it. You know, I'm so glad I took that job here. How's real estate? That's what you're trying well, so, to get to have happen. Go ahead. But the, the, or, the order of things is critical. The first thing you talk mm-hmm. about, as Julie just said, is family. The second thing Always. is occupation. And so mm-hmm. what you'll find is like when you're talking, some of you guys are introverts. Most of you are introverts, for being honest. Half of you are naturally folks that basically don't like being around other people, especially people you don't want. Well, or I'm sorry, don't know. So start out by having conversations with folks about their families. 
you know, Julie and I were on a walk in our neighborhood. We moved to Texas a couple of years ago. We're originally from Ohio. We've lived in other states along the way. So we run into people all the time. We're in a little community just north of Austin where, you know, guess what? They've lived here all their lives. So um, Julie is great at basically doing Ford. So we're going on this nice walk. We run into one of our neighbors. They're, you know, getting to know us. We're getting to know them. So where are you guys from? Ohio. And opposed to us then spending – now, we don't sell real estate. We haven't sold real estate for every 10 years, but that's just the pattern that we're in. So, um, you know, opposed to talking about ourselves, then Julie was able to, you know, afford them. So where are you from? You know, and how, we, then they started talking about their families, and they started talking about how many generations they've lived here. They started talking about their kids. They started talking about – now, why is it that you want to run your communications with folks that way? Because everybody likes to talk about themselves. Nobody wants to hear about you. I'm sorry, it's true. Maybe your mom if you're lucky. But for the most part, everybody likes to talk about themselves. And if you can become someone who is genuinely interested and in asking questions that makes it so that they can talk about themselves, they will not like you, love you, because you're giving them an opportunity to top, talk about their favorite topic themselves. Get it? So follow the forward pattern that works in person. That obviously works over the phone as well. So, Julie, we're going to round the bend on today's radio show. And tomorrow, sure. oh, actually, we can pick up a couple more points, can't we? I think we can. So learn the Ford Memory Jogger. Practice it everywhere you are. If you're getting your nails done, getting your hair done, you know, guys taking your car in to get something done, practice. It doesn't have to be in front of a prospect, although pretty much everybody in the world is a real estate prospect, if you haven't figured that out yet. But practice it. Practice it on your family till you get really good and really natural about it. When they ask you about real estate, real estate's great. I'm so glad you asked. I've been so blessed to help so many people this year. But, gosh, who else do you know who could use my help? It makes it so much easier to have that conversation when you learn the Ford script. So let's start kind of introducing them to the next section we're going to do, which is talking Hold about on. month. Yes. Jules, this yes? is where they have to start taking notes, right? Yes. Perfect. Yes. If they, this is where we're gonna, here's what we're going to do, guys. We have a few minutes remaining. This is really, we've given you a lot of conceptual ideas. Hopefully you've picked up on a few of them. Hopefully at this point, after listening for the last day and today's show, you've got it into your head that picking up the phone is critical. We've overcome all of your objections about how to organize your list. We've given you different ideas, mojo cells. We've given you ideas about contactually. We've told you things you can do to enhance your prospecting. So all, and we've presented this information uh, in such a way that we know at this point, your mind is hopefully without objections as to why you'd not want to pick up the phone. Because a lot of you are going to organically, naturally have resistance. You're skeptics. You don't want to do the actual face-to-face, over-the-phone work. I get it. We've been coaching agents forever. It's natural and it's normal. But at this point, at this point, with all the information we've given you, it is not natural and normal anymore to have resistance to what we're sharing with you with regards to picking up the phone and using all this electronic passive stuff to enhance the over-the-phone stuff. Now what we're going to do is we're going to give you one, just one today. We're going to give you, and, and tomorrow uh, we're going to go through all 12 months of the year. We're going to give you actual topics to talk about and help to give you some ideas of scripts to talk about every single month when you call these guys so that they will not just look forward to your call, but they will be disappointed if you forget to call. Mm -hmm. So you're going to organize your calling through Contactually. You're going to organize your calling through Mojo Cells. Mojo is awesome, and it has an auto-dialer built in. I would personally use Mojo Cells. You're going to organize your, you know, everything. So 
Objections removed. Now here's the real work part of it. It's January, Julie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, well, it's not January, obviously, but it, we're, it's a 12-month plan. So if it's January yes. and they're trying to decide what they're going to be talking about on the phone, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Okay, so you've got some options here. You can, maybe you're somebody that likes to have parties in your house or maybe in a clubhouse decide where you're going to do that. Happy New Year party. That's one way you could go. You can also make sure you reach out and tell people to be winterizing their home. If you live in a Florida resort market, you're going to talk about how it's high season now. So do what makes sense for your market, but then circle back to what we just presented to you. You're not going to only post this on Facebook. You're going to make your calls using Mojo efficiently. You're going to use Happy Grasshopper to do a custom email message. You're going to maybe do a bomb bomb video to talk about it. Yes, you're going to post it on, face, on Facebook. And when you talk to them, you're going to start out using your Ford Memory Jogger, and then you're going to work into inviting them to your party, talking about winterizing your home. Who do you recommend for that winterization? If you're in a resort market, talk about that. So it's not that you're doing just one thing. You're taking this theme. We'll talk about this more on tomorrow's show. You're taking this topical theme. It's January. Happy New Year. Here's what's happening in our marketplace. And you're doing all of those six things from your communication plan around that topic. Does that make sense, Tim? It does. And around that phone call. So if they, um, you know, they've received your uh, email, which I promise you they'll read because the emails are masterfully written. They really are. Maybe you've done a bomb bomb video. Maybe you've been doing a social networking stuff, but you're definitely going to have them on the phone. And come January, uh, you're going to be now talking to them specifically about things that are relevant. People have a slow start to the year. People write their, uh, what are those things called that you write at the beginning of the year? Resolutions. Resolutions, thank you for the year. So maybe you could be calling them in January and you could be um, sharing with them, uh, asking permission to email them, good opportunity to get their email address, asking permission to email them a great article you found about setting resolutions for the year, whatever, whatever. You get it? It's a nice, easy, graceful step into the new year, and uh, they'll be welcoming of the call. They'll be welcoming of the opportunity to reconnect with you, especially if you've been doing the enhancements. Those of you who are fearful that, oh, my God, Tim, Julie, I haven't contacted these people in forever. You think they know that you haven't contacted mm-hmm. them in forever, honestly? Do you think they're actually keeping track the last time I heard from, you know, so-and-so, my realtor? Heck no. They assume that you've been emailing them or mailing them. They just maybe haven't been reading them. So this is your opportunity to reconnect them at the start of the year and offer something of value. The something of value might be some suggestions on moving snow if they're in a climate that has snow. To Julie's point, maybe they're talking about moving or going back down to their winter home and they need to basically get the house ready, whatever, whatever. You know your market. You know your clients. Those are the types of things in January. The other thing that's interesting is this is a nice way for you to drop into conversations. Listen, I've got some folks that are looking for homes in the area, three buyers that are looking to purchase the next couple months, um, and, and maybe give descriptions on a couple of them. Do you or anyone you know are, are you thinking about selling your home sometime in the spring? Just ask them a question like that. Get the conversation started, and then have a great day and get off the phone. These are very short, to-the-point conversations. Don't kill yourself if some of them drag on. Who cares? Those drag-on conversations, oftentimes those folks will work out to be some of your best long-term referral sources. Always end every conversation with, who do you know that I should be helping buy or sell a home? Or do you know of anyone I can be helping buy or sell a home? That's how you have to end the conversation. Always be focusing on who you can help. 
That resonates with everybody. And it makes it so that you don't have to worry about the perception that you're just coming off being all focused on you and what's in it for you, right? So your ego won't be worried about you coming off too aggressive or too much like a used car salesman because the question that you end the call with is, by the way, who do you know that I should be helping buy or sell a home? Or if you come across anyone that you think I'd be a good match for for buying or selling a home, I sure would appreciate it if you keep it in mind. All right? So we are going to pick up where we dropped off or left off uh, I'm looking at my notes for February. Oh, man, Julie. February notes are even better than January notes. That's right. Make, hey, Julie, go back, through, go, go back through your notes and label these so that it's a monthly goal thing. You see it looking at your notes? Yes. Yes. So clean those up so we can uh, you know, post these on the website tomorrow. All right. And mm-hmm. we are going to pick up where we left off uh, tomorrow. If you guys have any questions, feedback, comments, concerns, always email us directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. We look forward to always hearing from you. And, guys, do us a favor. Help us to continue to be the number one real estate show, real estate radio show just for realtors. Help us get the word out. Do as you've always been doing and share the radio show with as many other agents as you can. It is absolutely positively our passion and our thrill to be of service to you in any way that we can. Anytime we can be any help to you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Thanks, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.